Hello everyone, welcome to a special episode of the Simon and Ross podcast. Joined as always by my esteemed friend and colleague, Mr. Simon Parker. From across the Pennines. Hello. Hello All right. I'm fine, thank you. Um, Yeah, it is a very special one. Obviously, we're marking our 50th uh, show. Um, actual it's, proper shows. Um, it's commemor- commemorative. <laughs> commemorative, um, <clears throat> and it, it's it's sort of perfectly timed because you've become an internet sensation uh, overnight, haven't you, Ross? <laughs> <laughs> this 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 boy's gone viral. <laughs> well, I'm not, that's definitely that's... not a stay in it. <laughs> You can get creams for it, which sort of helps. Um, so now, was it, would you, do you want to explain explain it to the listeners uh, what what's happened over the last last few weeks with you? Yeah, I guess I, this this is going back now a few months, but I kind of chose not to say anything on the podcast about it at the time through fear of spoiling some announcement from from the band itself. But um, but but now it's out there, so so I can talk about it. So as you know, I, I play in it. I play in a band. Um, and we rehearse in Iga Studios in Leeds, which is quite a, a well-known studio for bands that have come up out of the sort of West Yorkshire area. They've had yeah. a few big names that have actually recorded the first albums in in this same studio that we did ours in, and we rehearse there every Tuesday. So, but but certainly, <laughs> but certainly, like there's there have been some big. I mean, that Smurfscore Pop was recorded there. Oh wow! Well, well, oh that, well, that's probably seen them through. Yeah, you know, they probably never had to release anything ever again, did they? <laughs> but it's a good it's a good studio um and we we've just um we, we, so we've been rehearsing there but we we didn't sort of realize the, the the recording studio capabilities that they had then our saxophonist actually ended up working there which led us on to recording there anyway um going back a few months we were rehearsing as normal in one of the in one of the rooms and i could hear the band you know you can quite often hear the other bands in the in adjacent rooms and I could hear this band and they were playing what I thought was a, a cover of, of one of my favourite bands, a band called The Music, who you're familiar with. Aren't you, thanks, thanks for leading in just as you said that. <laughs> I like the band The Music. <laughs> <laughs> I think they purposely named it that because of how awkward it would be when people were talking about it. Like, oh, I like The Music. Well, if you, like if the what? Have you ever tried just doing a search for the music? Oh yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. a nightmare. And I, think they, I think they knew full well what they were doing. Yeah. <laughs> so I was we were rehearsing, and I could I could hear this song coming, and I think it was actually "Take the Long Road." Yeah. Um, which is a, an amazing song yeah. for anybody who hasn't heard of it. Um, it's called "Take the Long Road" and, and "Walk It." And it was off the music, the band, the music, their debut album. Yeah, that makes it even worse. The, the band is called The Music and the first album is called The Music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when, when was that album released? Uh, 2002, I want yeah. to say. Um, and I, th- I think it's one of those albums where a lot of people will have heard um, songs off that album yeah. without necessarily knowing it was the music. Um. So anyway, so I hear I'm thinking, bloody hell, you know, someone's someone's covering the music. So that's how weird. I've never heard a band yeah. cover that before, you know. Yeah. And obviously it's quite an ambitious cover because uh, Rob Harvey, this, the frontman, he, he, he has a very quite, quite a unique voice, doesn't he? Yeah. It's yeah, not exactly. something that anybody can just do and do well. No. So um, so I'm listening to it and I think, bloody hell, this sounds good. And then, and then the vocals kicked in. And I thought, Christ alive, that sounds absolutely amazing. <laughs> He's nailed be, it. This guy has nailed it. It must be a tribute act or something. 
So when I started listening, listening more and more, and um, I thought, and, and you know, slowly as, as as they played a couple more songs, I thought it can't be them because obviously the, the music actually sort of disbanded. Yeah, yeah. Over ten years ago. Yeah. And I haven't done anything since. Um, Rob Harvey's obviously gone on to become quite a successful songwriter. Yeah. And um, he's a very successful songwriter. I mean, he's had some number ones, hasn't he? He had number one last year. Yeah. I can't yeah. remember who it was with, but yeah. Uh, it was with M and E K, and um, that's it. Yeah. Um, so. As, as I started listening more and more and I was paying less and less attention to what I should have been doing, which was my own kind of practice. <laughs> so I had one ear against the wall. Did you start going deep down, deep down, deep down? <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I thought, I thought, could it actually be them? Like, what are the chances? Like, what, what? But then once I'd sort of, you know, made that suggestion to myself, <laughs> started playing on my mind, I thought, it sounds so much like them. The little devil in your shoulder was going... Go and find out. Go yeah. and find out. <laughs> but at the time, I didn't know that that was the studio that they sort of came no. up in. You know, I didn't. I didn't know. I knew they were local lads, but I didn't know that they, they rehearsed at Iger. So, um, so anyway, I sort of went on a bit of a bit, bit of recon. <laughs> and this will be really interesting if any of the uh, if any of the guys in the music are listening back to this podcast. You got a stalker about how I, how I how I eventually stumbled into your um reunion <laughs> rehearsal but um yeah so i went down to the desk and obviously when you start when you first arrive you you, you know you, you sign in you, you've got your assigned room yeah. so you go to the front desk and you say you know tempo for lees in what room are we in type of thing so i went down and i said who's in room i can't remember what number it was let's just say room eight yeah who's in room eight and she said oh, i don't actually have um have anybody uh, i don't actually have uh, the band's name there I said, well, whose name is it under? And she said, oh, it's under... Um... So they saw it's A, it's A Nutter. Yeah. That was the name. And I, think, and I, and I thought, well, that's, that's the name of the guitarist <laughs> in the music. And my heart just went. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> and I said to the girl, I said, uh, I said, so they're a band, is it A Nutter? I said, was one of them a skinhead? <laughs> <laughs> Because Rob Harvey, quite famously, had really long yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah, be- be- beautiful curly hair. <laughs> flowy, had flowy. Yeah, and, uh, and 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 but but obviously he's been a skinhead for for quite quite yeah. a while, hasn't he? So so and she said, yeah, one of them was actually. I thought, fuck me, that's got to be them. There's too many here <laughs> for it not to be them. And she could tell I was. I think she looked at my expression. She was like, why? What? Yeah, and, and I was like, well, actually, we're like, what's his postcode? That's a Kipax <laughs> postcode. I'm going. <laughs> I said basically, I, I had a feeling that it was one of my favourite bands rehearsing in there, but I've come down because, and I, and I thought now I don't know what to do because, uh, you know, bursting in, it, going into any room in there, whether yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. big band or not, yeah. is quite. I don't know, it's, is it taboo? It's kind of like you know, you're in there, you're rehearsing, you don't get anybody coming into your studio no. when you're rehearsing, no. other than the band. So you know, it, it would it would be strange anyway. Yeah, it just go waltzing in. And there has been times in the past where I've heard bands that I just like the sound of. Yeah, and they'll just be you know there could be anyone. Yeah, and I, I've got to sort of hold back from going because you can't knock on the door because you got the fucking plate yeah. normally. So you have just got to walk in. There's no windows or anything like that where you can look in. <laughs> And there's been a few times I've thought I'd love to just go in and speak to speak to you know like I'll hear a band playing something. I'll think, yeah. I'd love to just know who they were. You know. Um. So it made it ten times more difficult knowing that that's actually the music in there rehearsing, 
they haven't done this. I know they haven't no. done this in a long time. Why no. are they doing it? What what is their deal? <laughs> How dare they? How dare they? <laughs> I thought if I if I thought I, I can't possibly pass this opportunity up. You know, at the risk of coming across as either ignorant or, you know, nervous or, or just being a dick or whatever, I'm just going to have to go in. I'm going to do all three. Yeah, I've, I've got to, I've got to do it because I, because I know it's them. I could, I could, I could call up Simon and say yeah. the music were rehearsing in the studio last night. Oh, did you go meet them? No, I pussed out. I never would have been able to sleep. At that that is exactly how the conversation would have gone. Isn't yeah, it? and that would have hung over me for forever. <laughs> So I thought, you know, I can't think, I can't overthink this. I'm just going to have to fucking burst in and and just, you know, so. Bearing in mind, I still had doubts in my mind. Did we have tickets to go and see them then or not? No, the reunion remember. hadn't been announced. Oh, right, okay. That's, oh, that's yeah, the yeah. point. That's why right. we're not speaking about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they hadn't announced anything. Yeah. So I didn't, right. we didn't talk about it on the podcast because... It's like if they're building up to this big announcement, yeah, and then someone finds out. I mean, obviously they're, <laughs> they're rehearsing there, most likely in quite a subtle. Yeah. You don't want everybody knowing that they're rehearsing there. If you're yeah. a, if you're a successful band, you just tend to want to crack on, don't you? Yeah, and then some knobhead on a podcast uh, announces yeah. it all for us. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so so we so we purposely avoided talking yeah, about it on the podcast. Right. So, anyways, I went into the room, and sure enough, it was them, and I absolutely shat myself, and. Um, <laughs> And in my mind, you know, obviously you don't know what to do, do you? I think in, a, in, a, in the ideal world, I'd love to have just sat in the room with them and listened to them play, you know. Drinking, champ- drinking champagne. Yeah. <laughs> what an experience that would have been. Just bin my own band off for three hours. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not keen on the uh, prawn hors d'oeuvres, but I'll have some more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'll have uh, I'll have a bit of the getaway and uh, some, of that, some of that Melba toast. <laughs> So, so, so suffice to say, I went in, um, had a chat, explained that I thought I was listening to a, a really good. But now, in my mind, it was a really sort of cringe experience, purely because of sort of, I was, I was a bit nervous. You know, you always tell yourself that you're going to play it cool in these types of situations, but it's almost <laughs> impossible, isn't it? Particularly when you've, it's not like you've just sort of bumped into someone in the street. You know, you've, a... you've actually walked in front of the entire band who stopped <laughs> what they're doing to all turn and look at you. And you, you you feel quite and they different. do it they do as well don't they because I, I I watched I watched the video because obviously going on they put that video on their Twitter feed didn't they and at first I watched it without the sound because I, I I just sort of picked my phone up and looked at it and I thought oh I know what's coming here and there's a bit because you're not quite in shot are you you can see your hand at one point but you can't actually see you and there's just a bit where they all go. <laughs> oh, that's him going in. <laughs> yeah, well, at the, at the time, I had no idea it was being recorded. No, I didn't know there was any video because it was at the back of the room behind the drummer. Yeah. We, we, we've rehearsed in that room, yeah, countless times, you know. And the, the sort of drums are at the back on a raised sort yeah. of stage, like a platform. And obviously, they had a camera back there. Um, but I had no idea, so I'd gone in and, and yeah, sure enough, you know, um, I had a, a very brief chat with them and and. Um, and, and left and, and felt quite like off, oh, you know, that could well, have been less cool. <laughs> you rang me like really, really, really happy, but gutted at the same time because you thought you'd completely got it wrong, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but but uh, you didn't. You didn't. <laughs> honestly, so, so. honestly, Ross. Honestly, Ross, you didn't get it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's reassuring me. <laughs> fast forward to now, um, yeah. in the last few days, and um, and 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 they actually put it up on Twitter. This video. And uh, and a friend of mine who works at the studio actually forwarded me the link because I, I don't have a Twitter, but the, our podcast does yeah. have its own Twitter page. I, I don't have my own individual page, so he forwarded me the link and said, "Look, I've just found um, Adam, Adam Adam Nutter had shared it and said, you know, this guy's face." And obviously, I, I thought, when I saw that before I actually pressed play, I thought, "Oh my god." <laughs> This is as if this is actually been filmed, you know. The possibility of like what one of your memories where you thought you came across the knobhead being shared with the whole world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit like telling like a room full of people this horrendous story about when you got caught with your dick out, only to yeah. realise the entire time you've been stood there with your dick out. <laughs> or someone's filmed you losing your virginity. <laughs> <laughs> I told my mum to burn that tape anyway. With, so with a stuffed right. toy. <laughs> <laughs> with your own face on it. <laughs> it was, but it was, it was really nice to see because actually when I watched it back, I thought, well, you know, maybe it, was, um, it wasn't quite as, as no. cringy as I remembered it being. And it was just me in the moment where I thought, you know, all of the things that you, you, you would like to say and it, with preparation you would do when you would... You know, it's never quite the way you want it to be when you meet someone no. who you like look up to. And, you know, I mean, I, I was listening to the music before I was even playing. Yeah. You know, so when I was listening to their first album, the bass riffs in that album. Yeah. You know, I learned all those riffs. <laughs> I, I should have said this, shouldn't I? Yeah, put that. Give us your bass guitar. Yeah. Blum, 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 blum. Can yeah. I be Guys, in your band? Mind? <laughs> mind if we do a rendition of disco? <laughs> That would have been fucking amazing, but you know. Anyway, What's I can play. I can play it better than him. I promise you. <laughs> What's the first word of strength in numbers? I can, I can remember all of it apart from the first word. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think you came across very well, and obviously they were very touched uh, with with it all. So. Yeah, well, it was yeah, yeah, and it it, it did it did mean a lot to me actually, and and the yeah. sort of the, the the response it got on Twitter and the, <laughs> and the, the feedback, and you know, Adam had said that it was quite a sort of a warming experience, which was yeah. really nice, and and I think actually, you know, they were probably quite nervous as a band yeah, rehearsing for the first time in ten years, so yeah. I guess for somebody to just pop up and say that sounds fucking ace, yeah, um, was probably quite reassuring for them as well. Yeah, definitely. No. Um, so, 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 if you are listening, guys, thanks for the experience. <laughs> and thanks for letting me relive the experience. And we, we are both coming to see you when that, when that, when that show finally happens next year. Yeah. Now, isn't it? Um, we yeah. we bought tickets as soon as the announcement was made, and yeah. we kind of were. I, I was sort of sitting back a bit, hoping that you would announce something um, because you're rehearsing together. I mean, what's the reason for that? You can't. I didn't want to pry in the moment because it, nothing had been announced. Yeah. But I, I did, I, I did, you know, we, I, we had you, our you knew, you knew, you knew, yeah, that's it. Something well, must be happening. Especially re rehearsing all the songs as well, that there's, I guess, only one reason, apart from maybe getting back into the swing of it, I suppose. But did, uh, didn't, By pure coincidence, didn't you actually buy a vinyl that morning as well? I did. So, <laughs> <laughs> I did. It was uh, Welcome to the North on 7-inch. That so how weird is that? Like, <laughs> that morning before any of this even happened, you actually bought Welcome to the North. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was almost like 
Really it's fate, right. that is. That's fate. Fate. Yeah. There you go. It's fate, mate. <laughs> Obviously, we've mentioned they, they are from Kipax uh, in Leeds. Um, I actually found a song of theirs that you might not have heard before. Uh, let's have a look. Let's just see if I can share it to you. Right, right. It's only a, it's only a really short song, but I think... I've lost your audio. Oh, no, oh, you're back now. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can now. Yeah. All right, okay. I'll just play it. I, I just found it on the radio. It's only like a minute long. Can you hear that? Yeah. I don't know why they didn't release it. No, no, yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> it must be something bespoke because uh, I don't think for copyright reasons you'd be allowed to play it otherwise. <laughs> how, how hard did you have to squeeze your nuts to uh, <laughs> get to that Rob Harvey tempo? Not that Pitch, much, really. Not that much, really. <clears throat> It was Very quite good. cold. It's quite cold anyway, so they'd shrivel. Well, hopefully um, they'll enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm getting sued. And, <laughs> So yeah, th uh, th thanks for sharing that, Ross. And uh, if they are listening, and uh, Iger Studios as well, um, thank you for all that. It's uh, it's 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 made uh, two very uh, tired men very happy. <laughs> <laughs> tired old men. <laughs> tired old men. <laughs> oh, dear. So anyway, uh, thank you for listening. Um, this is the fiftieth show. It's like a best of, so it's. Um, it's going to be a long, going to be a long episode, but yeah, so it's like a best of uh, series one. So everything from the uh, top ten albums, the MCU that we did, the Christmas ones, the Halloween ones, and something Sherlock. else. Sherlock ones, yeah. And Christmas forget, as well. I always forget that one. <laughs> Christmas um, was in there as well. So yeah. Yeah, I said Christmas, Ross. Said Did you? Christmas. All right, yep. sorry. Um, so that's it. So uh, thanks for joining us. H hopefully we'll be able to do another 50. Actually, we're more or less on the way. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, aren't we? But yeah, um, so thanks for joining us on the whole thing and uh, hope you all enjoy it. Thanks, guys. Watermark. Really? 
nearly made the cut, yeah. Yeah, that's that's always been one of my absolute Let me see, let me see, I'll be sorry, I've got caught. Have you got your inhaler? <laughs> <laughs> and, and weirdly, that's I, I feel the same about that song like you do about REM is uh, Orinoco Floor is um, I've, I've skipped it for years and years yeah. and years. I never listened to that song. Well, that's, because, how, that's why I'm with West End Girls. Yeah, it's, fair it's, enough. It's the only song anyone ever knows, and uh, it did yeah. very well. But such a good song. I still love that song. I, I said, do. I said many times. I quite happily never hear West End Girls ever again. Yeah, it's fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> well, there was there was one um, there was a track at the end of I can't remember the name of it because it was in it was obviously in, in uh, Welsh, um, but it was called. <laughs> it was at the very it was it was towards the end of the of the album, um, and it was called Nalefagel Moige. Oh I yeah, I, it's, I know I butchered that. Um, it's, it was well, the, it's Welsh for the Orange Dragon, isn't it? Is it? No. Oh. <laughs> Were you open? I'd go, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I could have really tripped up there if me ego got ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're often called the orange yeah, dragon, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, but that, that, that particular song, and, and, and I, remember, I remember that I don't remember it because I was always trying to find it before, before it was as easy as just type you know going on spotify or typing yeah. it in um and i always used to really struggle trying to listen to the song because i knew it was somewhat complicated and i could never remember um but yeah na lather gial me dash oig it is such a good album and you know what it's one of them where um is it, you stagger- so- is it staggering from end to end <laughs> <laughs> like something else i, I know actually <laughs> and um i just try to be conscious of our audience <laughs> Namely, you sat in your living room. She <laughs> <laughs> can't make out All right. Um, it like me cock. <laughs> <laughs>so that's so i mean that's enough sort of little little facts why i chose it is because uh there's there's again it's a concept album it's not just listening to uh, to songs it's a story you have to engage with it i don't think i don't think anybody has ever just tuned into track eight of war of the world no you have to start it at the beginning and i used to listen to it when i was when i was when i was a kid to fall asleep to yeah um, and I've all, and for me, it's like a, it's a it's a full package experience. <laughs> Your sex life is cropping up again, <laughs> <laughs> which is which is which, which, which is which is first of all what was on my Tinder profile, <laughs> and then and, there's, and, the quote, and, there's the quote for the podcast. There we go. And secondly, how Fatima introduced me to a mum and dad. <laughs>
Yeah, where yeah. he's got the cigarette and he's... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's a really... Yeah, yeah, that's quite a powerful interview, that, actually. I think he's, he's fantastic, is Tom Waits. He was also in Bram Stoker's Dracula. Tom Waits was? Yeah, yeah, he played uh, Renfield, was it? He's no. in prison most of the time. You know, the other day I spent 10 minutes trying to remember to tell Fatima how Tom Waits died until I realised he was still alive. <laughs> <laughs> how did you tell her he died? I went through an assortment of celebrity deaths. <laughs> I mean, I was, like, I was like, he drowned in the Mississippi. No, that was Jeff Buckley. <laughs> Uh, I think it was a shotgun. No, that was that was Kurt Cobain. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> and I'll, I'm, go, I'm going to have to Google it because I profess me. I thought I profess me love for him. I've got to back it up with facts. And uh, yeah, obviously the man's still alive. I think if I haven't got it by now, I don't think I am going to get it. All right, go on then. Um, Scarlett Johansson. Really? Yeah. That's in your Scarlett Johansson is in your <laughs> top ten. Absolutely. I did not expect that. That I did no. not. I, I did not expect that. I, and I listened to, and it is one of the most listened to albums on that iTunes as well. So uh, you know, it's, I've done. I've done the facts. Um, I'll definitely give it a listen. Um, <laughs> um, you, there is points when you think it is probably Tom Waits singing. I'm kind of feeling like it's going to sound like me doing a lot of your Corona <laughs> songs. <laughs> um, not far off. Not far off. <laughs> It's, it's, got, it's got a sound all the way through, I suppose. Is probably I mean, that, that's, that's the least I would expect from an album. <laughs> 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 Do you know what yeah. is? I'm struggling to justify it. But you don't I, need to. I, I, I hey, if that's, what, to if that's I, what you're into. For me, for me, certain albums are like a finger up the bum. If that's what you're into, <laughs> you don't need to justify it. That's just what you're into. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just, just want to let you know. <laughs> I, I, I know it's our first date, but um, <laughs> I uh, like the Scarlett Johansson album. I'd like a finger up the book. Is that basically yeah. what you're trying to say? Yeah, yeah. yeah. As 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 as, um, <laughs> as stars in your eyes said, uh, no, uh, not stars in your eyes. Catchphrase. It, it's good, but it's not right. <laughs> Tonight, Matthew, I will be having a finger up my book uh, whilst listening to Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> What about, t- tell, me, tell me if you're familiar with this song. Our house is a very, very, very nice house, nice house with three cats in the yard. Life used to be so hard, but every day is easy because of you. Because of you. Trogs. Hey. Trogs. No. Um, no, go on, I'll give up. E- it's Crosby, Stills, Nash oh, and Young. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. And, it's, and it's their uh, Deja Vu album. Um, so, so oh. what, what album is that? Deja Vu. That's, I've, I've heard that album title before. He also, um, there's a couple of quite famous That's people. That's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. I, I completely passed that one by. Sorry, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> it's harder to get your cues when we're uh, doing it. Uh, or, or, yeah, yeah, but you know, if we, was, if we were sat in the same room, I'd be staring at you, waiting for a reaction. From yeah, me. exactly. Yeah, yeah, I'd have got the death stare. Yeah, I'd have got your death stare. Laugh now, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> the anticipation was so big for the album that by January 1970, 
Atlantic Records had taken two million in pre-orders. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing that you can just rattle off these facts. Honestly, this. <laughs> you know, you ever read, you ever read Thomas Harris's uh, uh, Hannibal Lecter? You know, Hannibal Lecter books. Yeah. Yeah, and he talks about his mind, uh, mind palace. That's what this is, Simon. What, what, what was the be- what was the best one of those that you? Yeah. Um, Silence of the Lambs. Are you going to say Hannibal? No, Red Dragon. Oh, that was fucking no, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> no. We'll save this for the book one. That was boring. <laughs> that no, was boring. No, no, it was no, so no. boring. When she's touching the tiger's balls. <laughs> it's been a few years are you talking about uh, Joe Exotic I don't know why it stayed with me <laughs> <laughs> clearly it's quite powerful so get your mills and boom <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want tiger cuppage yeah so I, I, I seem to remember that was a better book but I might be wrong I mean you are you are you are wrong I might have just got distracted with tiger balls <laughs> <laughs> if that's the benchmark if that <laughs> that's how I rate my books how many balls out of tiger balls out of five <laughs> <coughs> why were we talking about that uh, I, don't, I don't know how you get onto it to be honest <laughs> from Crosby Stills and Nash <laughs> people used to dress up as characters from it and interact with the film. Yep. Any ideas? Is it Frankie Goes Hollywood? No. Oh. I think I can see where you got that from, but uh, it's not called that. Oh, oh right. Oh, oh, so I just got the name wrong. Uh, I, th- I think I think I think I know what you mean, but it's not. <laughs> What's Frankie Goes to Hollywood? <laughs> <laughs> What's a Chevy Chase? Um, I'll give you some of the people that were in the film of which the soundtrack was on. Yeah. And uh, I know them off by heart, but I will tell you anyway. Um, So, Barry Bostwick, Susan Sarandon, Patricia Quinn, Little Nell, Meatloaf, and Tim Curry. Yeah, so it is exactly what I'm thinking. Have I just got the name wrong? Yeah. Um, Fucking hell. Um... What's the bloody name of it? I just keep ending up at Frankie Goes. So why, 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 why is my mind going towards that? Um, because the the person that... Uh, uh, Tim Curry plays Frank Conferter. And I think that's where you got that from. No? Yeah. Go on, give me it. Oh, yeah, that, that's exactly what I'm thinking. <laughs> Rocky Horror Picture Show. So what's not... Frankie Goes to Hollywood? <laughs> uh, that's the name of this podcast, mate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what's Frankie Goes to Hollywood? Frankie Goes to Hollywood was an 80s band. Did Relax, I... Relax and Two Tribes and The Power of Love. And Oh, yeah. Yeah. When two tribes go to work. Um, yeah, so yeah. that's Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Um yeah, no, I was thinking of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. That's exactly what I was. For some reason, I expected like, to see it in your list. Well, I expected yeah. to see Frankie Goes to Hollywood in your, in your list. <laughs> Frankie Goes to Hollywood and the Rocky Horror Show, two very, very different things. <laughs> so, this was bad? Yes. Right, okay. Well, okay. It, was, it, was, it was fantastic, but it wasn't. <laughs>
So, so uh, why that? Why that over? Why this, that over Philip? This this one has to. There's no way this couldn't go in the top ten, um, even if. Yeah, because um, it was actually the very first uh, piece of music that I owned right, that okay. was mine, and um, it was. Did you have uh, it on tape? Yes. Yeah, I did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I had it on tape, and, and I used to listen to it on. Um, there's another another Macaulay Culkin reference here. I had uh, I had what was called a Talk Boy. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. You remember those from Home Alone? That, 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 from the first Home Alone, wasn't it? Uh, uh, yeah, I think it was the first one. First one, yeah, that's right. And he used to he used to speak into it. That's right, yeah. Yeah, and uh, and, and, and I played it, and, and I actually used to use that to record um, the radio. Um, so I used to leave it on record with a blank cassette next to the radio for for hours and hours and hours. <laughs> and I used to really love sort of like you know listening to it all back and seeing what songs I'd managed to actually yeah. get on Collect, record. Collect. Yeah. yeah. So that was the only access I had was the radio. Um, and so when I actually got bad on cassette, um, it, I actually I didn't have to fast forward through two hours of shit to listen to <laughs> the right track that I wanted. Um, and it, it got an absolute pounding. And a bit like kids that you hung around with. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, we're not going to have that discussion no, no, we, no, no. We, we could but we won't <laughs> um, Man in the Mirror Dirty Diana yeah yeah. Another Part of Me that, that, I used to love that song used to yeah. love that. then into Smooth Criminal yeah. then into Leave Me Alone Librarian Girl <laughs> Liberian Li- sorry Liberian <laughs> Girl <laughs> The thing is, I know it's Liberian as well. <laughs> it's about when he fell in love trying to get Fifty Shades of Grey from the, uh, from the library. Is it? Oh, that was just a typo on Wiki. <laughs> Librarian girl, you know that I came in and paid my fine. <laughs> yeah, it's just fuck it. It's an absolutely brilliant album. Nobody can knock that, knock that album no. for what it is. Um, when it was when he was a proper white man as well. Um, you know, um, um, oh, um, 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 yeah. um, 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 but, uh, um, like, um, um, uh, 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 is, um, 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 um,
Um, and, and, and I remember, I remember that I don't remember it. Um, but yeah, na lefe gial me dash oig. Um, 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 but you know, and. For me, Toby Maguire is the definition of a, an absolute Sally wet one. Uh, <laughs> actors. I mean, there's, there's only one film I've ever enjoyed with him in, and that was Pleasantville, and he was an absolute wet tea bag in that as well. Yeah. Um, uh, and I just think I'm, I'm just I just don't like him as an actor. I find him so boring um, <laughs> and and uncharismatic. And then Andrew Garfield, there, there was nothing particularly wrong with him. Um, do you think he looks a little bit like Andy Murray? Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> well, there we go. That, that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> we'll go out on a, go out on a high. That was the, there's, there's the grand reveal. I was supposed to save that till the end. Yeah, you've ruined it now. Uh, I've done a yeah. jingle for that and everything. <laughs> yeah. All I could think when I was watching that, The Amazing Spider-Man, was, should you, should you not be at Wimbledon? You see, I got bitten by a, a spider and then I, I, could, I could play tennis very well. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> John Major, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's been Spider-Man. He won't get very far. But, uh, yeah, so that, that was the, that was the no, first I, thing. No, I tell you, Doctor Doom, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> but my, that was the first thing when I thought well that's the first Marvel film I've actually enjoyed and then I'd actually seen the first Avengers film um, when right. it first came out and I, and I really didn't like it and it's because um, I just could not get to grips with all of these I think I was just so close-minded when it comes to um, you think I was talking about sort of race or sexuality I'm actually just talking about that <laughs> That I saw Infinity War for the first time, and I was like, "My God, that was a bloody good film. That was in, that was so good." And then Fatima was like, "Oh, um, Endgame is coming out in the cinema like in a few months," and everyone's like, "Any Marvel fan is absolutely, up, like, you yeah. know, really pumped for the this Endgame." I, th- I do, so, I do think I, if it had been this year, obviously we're recording this in the middle of the uh, the pandemic. Um, and everything's been delayed. Can you imagine how many virgins would have committed suicide if it had been delayed to October? <laughs> <laughs> that is you rotten bastard. <laughs> it's true. I, I mean, if I, I, I mean, I, I've been there with a lady, and, and I hope you know it would have been tough for me as well. <laughs> <laughs> she, she has let you venture down south. <laughs> so for some classic intercourse. Yeah. When you first meeting all the characters, I thought Star Lord was a just a hilarious character when you first yeah. see him dance. Um, and obviously, it, it brings. It's the only. I love. The I only... love the bit. I love the bit in Endgame when they go back and and watch him dancing on that planet. 
you just sort of think, well, you know, it's, it's like that. It's like <laughs> going back to you singing in the shower and things like that, thinking you're, you're ready for stage. You know, if you were to actually just someone sat in your room watching you thinking, what the hell is he doing? Nobody can hear what you're dancing to. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was about, about four Fridays ago. Uh, I think I'd had a beer and I was going down to the shops and I had my headphones in and obviously because it was quite early into lockdown, there was no one around. So I was just walking down the street, had a beer in me, the sun came on and I was singing it down the street. <laughs> and then when I, when I got back to the shops, Emily said to me, she said, um, were you singing down the street? <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah, I think I was. I said, well, my, my friend Harvey um, was in his garden and he saw you walk past and he heard you singing first. <laughs> so why, why were you walking down the street singing? I went, I, I, I didn't really even know I was doing it. <laughs> and then it just kind of got me, because I, I, thought, I thought I was on stage. I thought, Neil, Neil it was a Pet Shop Boys song. I thought Neil Tennant had been ill and they drafted me in at the last minute for a replacement. And, and I was on stage performing to thousands, you know, at Glastonbury. And they were, they were loving it. They were loving oh, it. I know they were. Yeah. And, <laughs> uh, and, and then to actually imagine seeing Harvey stood there watching <laughs> a friend's dad walking yeah, down the street. <laughs> Other than you singing. Yeah. Uh, well, that, that bit reminded me of that bit. <laughs> Yeah, I also think um, Dave Batista was really good as Drax <laughs> when he stood there. <laughs> how long have you stood there? <laughs> he talks about how he's been practicing standing perfectly still, so he's completely invisible. And have, you, have, you, have you seen the um, Have you seen the the memes that people have done? You know the the film The Invisible Man that came out a few months ago. Yeah. Um, based, no, I haven't either. But the, there's um, p people have photoshopped Drax into the back of it. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can do a lot with that idea of being tiny. Yeah, um, I think that's a really really good job of of sort of portraying what it would be like to be that small. Yeah. He's trying to uh, get all of the ants to listen to it. Again, that, that was one that I was kind of thinking, I, I can't see this working. I got, what, what's so special about someone being, cause, and I never, I never, I've still never read any of the Ant-Man comic. I did, I, I was screaming at the end game when obviously Ant-Man becomes really, really big. Um, yeah. Uh, I just thought, you know, he's, he's far bigger than anything else on the battlefield. Yeah. Like, <laughs> why don't he just beeline for Thanos? Like, he, he can see everything. <laughs> is he? You know, you, you've yet got Thanos. Yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, they're all trying to essentially throw the glove through the portal, aren't they? They're trying yeah. to get rid of the, um, yeah. to, to a different realm. And Captain Marvel grabs it and she's flying full chat towards the time machine at the back of the van and then Thanos ends up fucking wanging his blade at it and destroying it just before yeah. she gets it. And the whole time I was even like I was just I was like, why the bloody hell doesn't Ant-Man <coughs> just waltz on over and just stand on his squish him? <laughs> stand on him. 
He can do yeah. it with anything he wants. He can destroy it. The only thing that was bigger than him, I think, was the ship that Captain Marvel yeah. destroyed. <laughs> um, nothing was phasing him. He should have just squished him. Um, but obviously he didn't. But you know, it's if he did, then maybe. It's uh, well, I mean, he he also he also can't do it for very long either. Yeah, he's not able but to I, stay in that form for long. I know. Even more to just beeline for Thanos and squish it. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. I know. I've got a minute at this size. What am I going to use this minute for? Well, I'm going to stand on Thanos's face. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't ever recall, even in the sort of offcuts or extended version, sort of Thanos going on a big rant about how it's the mor- morally the right thing to do to click his fingers and to uh, wipe out half of um, all life in the universe. And then, as a sort of side note, say, "And I'll be able to get me end away with death." <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, it might have worked. I, I don't know, but. <laughs> I mean, we, we, we've all done far worse for far less. <laughs> Do you want to promise? <laughs> is, that, is that sort of the, the Avengers, that do, the sort of the Marvel heroes that don't show up is because that's their justification. So the likes of Silver Surfer and the X-Men, nah, Xavier, just get back. I've done worse for less. Fuck it. <laughs> you can't deny it. He'll, he'll, he'll learn as we, as we all learned. <laughs> yeah, if I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. You can't bang death. <laughs> no matter what she makes you do. And she'll make you do a lot. She'll have you, she'll have you face and your tail. I mean, me having to decorate the living room just to get mine away pales into significance, doesn't it? <laughs> it really does, yeah. yeah. And you, you painted your living room and stood there clicking at Charlotte for about an hour and nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> you just had the well, teapot thrown at your head. She, she, she disappeared. She disappeared upstairs <laughs> away from me. <laughs> she disappeared quicker than Peter Parker did. <laughs> She did say I don't feel well, and then went upstairs. So you know, that's, uh... <laughs> just just look look down at her hands and <laughs> looked up. And um, are you just trying to show me your tattoos today? No, I can't. No, my, my shirt is just quite. It keeps riding up as I'm talking. Well, yeah, it's got short sleeves on it. It's meant to. <laughs> There's no, there's no point trying to pull the sleeves of a t-shirt down. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm also huddled, I'm huddled over my mic like this. I'm not sat up like you. Yeah, That's you need a, you need a higher t- your table might be a bit low down. <laughs> all right, I'll. Uh, you keep kind of you keep you know I'll, that thing that, that thing that people do when they get a new tattoo and all of a sudden they start. Uh... <laughs> or, or when they've just been training the biceps quite a lot. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Roll it up, put a packet, packet of cigarettes in the roll up. Yeah, yeah, look at that. <laughs> when someone gets a tattoo on their ass and all of a sudden they're no longer wearing pants. <laughs> they never did that before. They're determined for everybody to see that, uh, that, that bullseye on their ass cheek. And I, and I think the problem is as well, obviously, we've, we've never ad, ad, adaptated. Is that a word? Adaptated? Adapted. Ad, adapted a book. And... <laughs> Adam Tainted. Um, that's my superhero name. Um, Adam Adam Tainted. 
Adam Tatum. <laughs> <laughs> and very often, one of the tricks is that. Can you just cut that... the sleeves off that t shirt and wear it as a fucking vest? <laughs> <laughs> they tend to cut out bits for time, don't they? And they use the important bit that's in that scene and they'll shoehorn it into a completely other scene and have it said by someone else, don't they? That's just what they do, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and, and I think the problem with that is that when you are doing a book that so many people have, have read and enjoyed, there's always one bit in a book that's someone's favourite bit. So if they cut that out, it's going to upset someone. I think there's cutting stuff out and then there's almost change in the entire scope because Artemis Fowl, I think, is seven books. Right. And this film essentially accounts for the first two books. Right. And I, I, I can't see them um, doing any more because, I mean, it got it got four out of ten on IMDb. It got it got nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and Rotten Tomatoes I think are actually a lot more generous than people like IMDb or Metacritic when it comes right. to you know Rotten Tomatoes. There's been some shockers, and they'll give it ninety percent, <laughs> um, based on sort of artistic merit rather than the quality of the film. Whereas IMDb tend to play it quite straight down the middle, but even Rotten Tomatoes only gave it nine percent, and I, th- I think it's going to be another one of those um, you know the American sort of uh, the American uh, they tried to do the millennium. They tried to do the millennium. Right, I'll have to say this slowly. The Steve Larson books. You know, I think I've tried that tensing today. You've probably seen it advertised. And it's, well, you know, what was his name? Sherpa, Sherpa Tenzing. He was the one of the first men to climb Everest, and he, right, he okay. used he used um, this mix. <laughs> I've, I've seen it. <laughs> Today's podcast is brought to you by Tenzing. <laughs> Tenzing, if you do want to reach out, we've got over thirty thousand people now that we could probably. Uh, <laughs> well, we might be able to influence them if I can speak straight. The, millennium, time, third... the, the millennium trilogy. <laughs> could you say that again? That you millennium you trilogy. It? The millennium. Say it, as a sen- say it as a sentence. <laughs> the Americans did a really bad job of the Millennium Trilogy. <laughs> Imagine if you spoke like that all the time. <laughs> or like the guy, like the guy in the cinema. She was just an ordinary girl. <laughs> They're allowed to use Spider-Man. I want to say Spider-Man. They're allowed to use Spider-Man. Is that the trade? Oh, he's a. He's a Spider-Man. Oh, he's a Spider-Man. Spider-Man is his dad's dad's the Spider-Man. If you don't get, if you don't book your act up and go to college and get a trade, you're going to end up being a Spider-Man. There's no wrong with being a Spider-Man. Um, My dad was a Spider-Man. His dad was a Spider-Man. <laughs> There's always a job here for your son. Spider-Man in doesn't sort itself. Um, I knew, I knew, I knew when he was 13, he was going to turn out either queer or a Spider-Man. <laughs> Nothing wrong with either of them. Though. It's as fun as it's as um... mustard. <laughs>
yeah, let's 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 discuss Thor then. Um, yeah, it was all right. Um, thanks. <laughs> <you next time. laughs> thanks. <laughs>with Sherlock Holmes. Um, my name is Simon. I'm an alcoholic. Uh, my first experience with uh, Sherlock Holmes. Uh... Right, okay. That's so what they worked that... out. So that's significantly higher than Albert Einstein. Right, okay. Um, Einstein? You know when you say a word too many times, it stops me <laughs> nursing. It is Albert Einstein, isn't it? The word Einstein has ceased to mean anything to me now. It's completely alien. I might as well have got in Flavne. Albert Flavne. No, that, that's his middle name. And it's that concept of the mind palace. Yeah. And, I mean, most notably, when I hear that, I think previously I would think of uh, Dr. Hannibal Lecter. Right, okay. Because that's what he allegedly yeah. does. You know, he sits there and he goes into his mind palace and even though he's in this little blocked off cell, he's actually traversing the uh, yeah. his various archives of memories and facts and everything he's read gets stored there. And and Sherlock Holmes, that's what he does, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, so well, I mean, I, I, I'm not pretending to have anywhere near that IQ. Uh, obviously, we may find that out, but I, I, I'm sure I do a very, very similar thing. Really? Yeah, I, I have to. You sort of your eyes roll to the back of your head and you start doing all of this and then all of a sudden, bam. Not, not quite, yeah, but I, I can... Bam, you know what you're having for tea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have so much useless and crap information. I'm the opposite of Sherlock. You know, my, my information is just useless crap. And it's stored somewhere and sometimes I don't know where it is. So I'll do something, you know, like if I'm doing a quiz or watching Pointless on the TV or The Chase or something, and I'll literally close my eyes and I feel like I'm like weaving my way around my brainwaves. 
and then it'll it will literally come to me. It's the name of your autobiography, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bad marker por- weaving around the brain. <laughs> and the porn film that was made of it. Um, but it, uh, I and weaving I, around I, the bed stage. <laughs> and if Charlotte tries talking to me, I'll go just 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 wait, just wait, just wait, and I'll just and I'll I'll eventually find it. It's so or, odd. Or, or fat. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, hang on, hang on, it's near there. <laughs> So no, I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> no what, what happens is I, I, I lift my I lift my bottom up from the settee and in a smear I've got the answer. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. That's better than the science. My, my ass can smell smell spell words that I can't. It's amazing. <laughs> well, I, 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 I shut the answer. I shut the answer Venezuela the other day. <laughs> and I, I wouldn't even begin how to smell that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember actually doing the, uh, the doing the pantomime when I was young, and, and you know I thought it was just nerves on stage. And I turned around, and Jesus of Nazareth was spelled out in the own shit in the manger. You know, it's an anything like it. <laughs> Gold Frankenstein turd. <laughs> I said, "Merry Christmas, everyone!" And I got taken off. And I, I, play, I played the king that gives myrrh ever since. <laughs> What, what was the what was the quote in, what was the quote in the newspaper you gave? <laughs> <laughs> no, Ross Ross was interviewed for was it was it Barrow News or something? Yeah, it, was, yeah, it was the Northwest <laughs> Evening Mail, yeah, an absolute rag of a paper. But yeah, yeah, they did. It was well, it was you know, it, it was because I was doing work experience at the time there. So they said, oh, our, our, my, my work experience week was in the features department and that's where they run those stories on the features page and it was called, it was called Me and My Wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> of all the people that were going to do it. And honestly, they could not have asked any... <laughs> that, was, that was such a little wanker. <laughs> you know, convinced that you're edgy and that you're, you're, you're sort of... And all so I, I read it. Back now Ross is so it. different. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. conforming to just, an, just a different group of people. Uh, yeah. Yeah, reading it, it, it was very much. <laughs> yeah, so many of the answers were black. <laughs> black. Black all the time. <laughs> black all the time. Wasn't it? Where do you buy your clothes from? Aflex Palace and Topshop. <laughs> was this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Undergarments from Matalan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I went, I went to Athletics and I, I did that hipster thing where I, I, all my band t-shirts went out the window and instead I bought like, uh, you know, like a Danger Mouse blue t-shirt and a red right, okay. Guevara t-shirt and uh, <laughs> yeah, bloody hell, what else? I can't remember, but it was it was very much like, uh, <laughs> now I'm not gothic, I'm alternative, but check out my cool Danger Mouse, do you? Who, who remembers Danger Mouse, right? Right? <laughs> Okay, all right, guys, all right, guys. I remember a musty day in school. It was not <laughs> even a <calendar>. Stop, stop. <laughs> I can tell you, there'll be, there'll, be, there'll be thousands of people listening to this who are familiar with the mufti. I just got. <laughs> All I can think is you, you completely naked in the middle of school. <laughs> Got to go you, 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 you totally misunderstood the concept, Ross. Oh, no. Let me, no. Let me 50p. <laughs> Where did you get that from? 
yeah. Where's that been? <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I used to used to be people like there was some there was some of my uh, like sort of female friends in school who used to say, "Oh, can I wear your bracelet? That's really cool." I'd be like, at the time, I was like, "Yeah." I'll... <laughs> <laughs> I've got 15 more in my pocket. All the, <laughs> all, all the girls are wearing me bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've said no, Lafario. We went to the cinema to see King Arthur and it was fucking... It was one of the worst cinematic experiences of my life. <laughs> I, I, I held my tongue for ages. Well... <laughs> Because it was, it was me and Fatima and a couple of other and you know, you come out the cinema and they're like, oh, what did you think of that? And they were talking about it, you know, and I, I was just fucking raging. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever watch Wurzel Gummidge? Yeah, we watched it quite recently. Did, did we, yeah. Uh, did no, did you watch the original? Uh, I have done, yeah. Somewhere, yeah, but, at some well, point. Obviously, obviously, she was Aunt Sally. And that's yeah. the only that's the only thing I think I've ever seen her in. Um, <laughs> um I used to I used to have Wurzel have Gummidge vinyl. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me at all. A slice of cake and a cup of tea suits Aunt Sally and that suits me. <laughs> that's a fantastic impression. All these impressions that you shit at. <laughs> you wears all gummage is absolutely faultless. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Funny, I had Al- Alistair McGowan's uh, big impression. Uh, yeah, I was on there. You, know, <laughs> you remember this one? Remember this one, kids? Dice <laughs> cake, Simon, Sally. Simon, it's not that topical. <laughs> where's your Boris Johnson's? Where's your Donald Trump? Who needs Donald Trump when you got? Where's your coming? Also, have you seen have you seen the um, oh, the new film that was out last year or the year before, Holmes and Watson? No. With um, what's his name? Uh, Will Smith. No. Errol. Yeah. Uh, um, no. Yep. The only reason why I watched it was um, Steve Coogan and, and Rob Brydon were in it. Rob Brydon plays uh, Lestrade. Right. Fucking awful. <laughs> you look like Will Ferrell, though, do you? Not really. And I thought, <laughs> oh, do you know what? I'll give, I'll give him a chance on this. Because I'd just watched um, the Lauren Hardy film with uh, John C. Riley and Steve Coogan. Yeah. Have you yeah. seen that? No, but I want to. Oh, just watch it. It's amazing. It's very local to me, that, you know, because Stan Laurel was born in Ulverston. And there's a, you know, the Laurel and Hardy museums there. So they're from my neck of the woods. Yeah, uh, it's it's really good. It's really good. Steve Coogan is amazing. Well, they both are, to be fair. Um, and I thought, well, if it's got John C. Riley and Steve Coogan in, it must be good. Fucking hell, it's so bad. The Laurel and Hardy film? No, no, no. Oh, that's right. really that's really really good. But yeah. the Holmes and Watson film is terrible. Was it? Who played John Watson? Uh, John C. Riley. Right. Okay. Um, but it's never. Yeah, I mean. Uh, presumably it's a comedy yeah well so it's it's probably quite cheap 
Um, no, it's done really well. <laughs> the, you know, the, the scenes in it and everything, it's, it's like a, a proper film. <laughs> the, but, the, uh, the scenes in it and everything. <laughs> the when I everything. go to a film, that is, if that's what the bar is, there's got to be scenes. <laughs> Has it got scenes? Right, I'll, I'll, I'm in. <laughs> it may only have two, but as long as it's got some, that's fine. Again, that's how I filter my porn. <laughs> got to have a narrative it's got to have scenes and it better fucking be believable his stepmother <laughs> want to see wedding photographs in the background and all sorts of things um but no oh terrible absolutely terrible and the thing is i i i, I don't i don't rate will ferrell at all but he has done a couple of okay films he's done some great ones uh I, no did you see the Eurovision film? No. <laughs> it's so funny. He, <laughs> plays, he plays one character the whole time. And it's of an overgrown baby man. <laughs> Every time. Yeah. He goes through everything completely innocently and then gets really... has a, 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 Ben Stiller is the same. Uh, it, it plays uh, Ben Stiller's obviously a lot more serious. He plays everything serious, 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 serious. Has that one bit in the whole film where he goes mad and goes, <laughs> and then he's all right for the rest of it. That's every every Ben Stiller film. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I can't. I mean, yeah, Will Ferrell does have his, but I mean, that's the. No, I guess you are right. Really, I can't try to make an excuse for him by comparing him to other. <laughs> Comedic. Yeah, I was going to say the only exception is Anchorman, which I know everyone raves about. I can't stand it. Oh, it's pretty, I, I think it's fantastic. All you get from Will Ferrell either. She can't stand him. All you get from people it's so quotable. <laughs> just just yeah. You know, so so was my last smear test. <laughs> That's not. I don't know why I said that. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Tell me more about this smear test. <laughs> Sean Pertwee does the descriptions of the food and he sounds like he's got the worst cold in the world ever. Yeah. Ross is uh, doing um, fried mackerel uh, c- covered in a mackerel jus. And you just think, just get a lozenge. Get a lozenge. <laughs> <laughs> Ross has presented me with a packet of lockets. Thank you. <laughs> Back right, to the piano oh, theory, innit? Fuck it. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Come on, you've been desperate to get Keanu. She won't get Keanu think... Reeves, Keanu Reeves, Keanu Reeves, Keanu Reeves, Keanu, Keanu. I, I think Keanu Reeves. Uh, the conversation <laughs> will be, do you know who I think will make an excellent Sherlock Holmes? Keanu Reeves. Probably would. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. And you need to steady your heart. You need to remove the fear. Think about something that you know doesn't is, is going to stop yeah. the fear. And, and by the time he's landed on the floor and he's unconscious, he's already taken all of these steps. Yeah. <laughs> and that whole sequence, I was like, that was fucking awesome. Yeah. And I mean, the, the the reveal itself when it is Mary, I, I never in a million years, no. I was like, what? 
Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it, Victor Belgium. I believe it. Believe it. I've got that. There's a question about. There's a question about um, Victor Meldrew on some quiz we watched, and, <laughs> and it's it, it's what is Victor Meldrew's phone number, <laughs> and and I, I did my mind palace thing. I literally went four two nine one, and Charlotte went what? It's his phone number four four two nine one, <laughs> and it came up as four two nine one. And she's like, how, how can you remember that? And I was like, it's like, took there in my mind palace. I just had to get to it. But there's a scene where, where he's sat down and he answers the phone and he accidentally picks up a little dog. Do you remember that bit? Yeah. He yeah. picks up and just goes, 4291. Oh. <laughs> and that, that, for some reason that stuck in my head. But that's, that's why I think I've got a mind palace for utter, utter shit. I don't yeah. need to. I don't need to know Victor Meldrew's phone number. <laughs> I can. I can barely remember my you own. You did in that moment, though. I do. Weird, but anyway. So is that it? For you? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> we finished off uh, talking about Victor Meldrew's phone number on our Sherlock podcast. <laughs> Thank you. It was never going to start or end on Sherlock. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you a se- I'll tell you a series that um, we started watching recently that if you haven't seen it already is well worth it is uh, a handmaid's tale Charlotte's watched that Charlotte's watched that and and she she keeps saying that I would love it which is one of them situations that soon once soon as someone says that to me I, I just don't want to watch it ah, yeah that's just you being a fucking I know. About it. <laughs> That's just not watching. You you think you know me? My tastes, my tastes are far too eclectic for you to just predict what I will and won't like. <laughs> just because just because it's set in space and it has Mark Hamill and Harrison Ford in it does not mean that I will like it. Yeah. Especially if you tell me that I will. I am more than just a lightsaber. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but I, it is that it is a problem. It is a problem that it's, if if one person recommends it, I'll think. I might, I might have, give it a watch. If three people tell me that I'd, I'd love it and it would really suit my humour or it would really suit what I'm into. You I don't think, get well, me. You don't understand I, me. Yeah, I, yeah. like, again, another petulant little child, I will go, yeah. no, no, I'm to, not watching. You, hang on a minute. You think you you get my humour? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like That was like my mindset when I was wearing all black when I was 12 years old. You don't get me. You think I just conform to what you think you know I like? <laughs> no, is that why you changed? Because people just started buying your black t-shirts. You thought, no, <laughs> yeah. no. You think? Hang on a minute. You think I like to wear just black all the time? <laughs> Affleck's Palace and Topshop. Um, I'm actually no. a big fan of a Spanish Danger Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't see that coming, did you? <laughs>
I think when I was about 13, I went trick-or-treating once to one house. And I, I ran I, I ran off before they answered the door. <laughs> so that's got, <laughs> you played knock a door run once. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's, about as got, that's got about as much links with Halloween as Bonfire Night or Christmas. <laughs> that's just knock a door run. I mean, we, we didn't need yeah. to do that. We did that sort of three nights a week. <laughs> but no, it was absolutely forbidden. Right, so that's interesting. And, and it wasn't it wasn't that big anyway. You know, the, the first the first instance that I was even aware that Halloween existed was um, was ET, right? Um, yeah. um, uh, which I've not seen for many many years, and I don't really remember it. But uh, there's a big bit where the it, they go around trick or treating, don't yeah. they? That's the first time I'd ever heard of it. I, I didn't I didn't know about it. There's something really really nostalgic and it gives you a nice sort of warm feeling when you watch like 90s american films yeah. during halloween and even like things like you know stranger things yeah um, i mean look at like, hocus pocus yeah like when you watch it you think i, I, I fucking i wish halloween was was like that <laughs> <laughs> i mean you, you, what, you, you want you want to live with bet midler is that what it is <laughs> Well, you step foot outside here hoping for a pack of chewits and what you get is an egg in the face. <laughs> is that just Leeds? <laughs> but we, we, used to, uh, no. we, used to, we used to go trick-or-treating every year when we were kids. And, yeah. and, and it was, you know, we were, it was like a, me and my sisters and a couple of friends and we'd go around the houses and we, we did it a lot when we were kids. We probably, you know, I mean, I don't know how, you know, we did it for a, a few years on the trot when we were young. And you know you you learn about those houses that have got the best stock. Yeah, they've got the going to get some good shit there, and they're not going to insist on just taking one. Just take one from yeah. the copper collection. Take a take a penny from the penny jar. Uh, you you automatically grab uh, grab the, uh, the the brightest one, and it, and it ends up being one of them orange lollies that no one chooses. And you're like, oh no, can I swap it? No. Nope. <laughs> now see see my, my my sort of trick-or-treat rule was a bit like sort of jewelry and gold i went for the heaviest yeah. <laughs> the flumps <laughs> it's, like picking, it's like picking a dining room table like that's not any that's heavy <laughs> it's an extender um <laughs> you, you you'd be happy you, you'd be happy with your palmer violets i've got three double snickers here i'd like i prefer i prefer palmer violets anyway i love palmer violets yeah spoken spoken like somebody who's never been trick-or-treating And I remember, I remember like the first time when uh, I actually got called out on how old I was to be trick or treating. I think I was about, I think I was about twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and, I, and I, you know, ma I, I ma ma massive beer and a can of Stella in your hand. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> yeah, treat. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think I must have been about twelve or something, thirteen. Yeah. I think. And uh, and you know, I, you, you, you stood there and uh, wearing nothing but a bin bag with holes cut in it. <laughs> that 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 was that when I when I did my one and only trick or treating, that was what I was wearing. <laughs> yeah, because I wasn't allowed to buy anything for it, so I was just like I bin bag. <laughs> there's, 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 there's four holes. There's two arms, two legs, and a cock. <laughs> <laughs> utterly terrifying it's a scary cock obviously but you know. yeah yeah you painted it, <laughs> it, it, it looked like a groucho max kind of <laughs> but I remember, I remember going to the door and they said oh. very very short jewish man <laughs>
He needs to knock on the door and go trick or treat while I'm and then flex. <laughs> Be careful. You don't give us a treat, it'll spit at you. <laughs> oh, dear. Hello, and you've uh, found me in the middle of Leeds, and I'm going to be asking people um, which is their favourite horror film. Okay, hi, I'm sorry to bother you. I just wonder if you'd like to tell me uh, what your favourite horror film is and what your name is. Uh, my name's uh, Johannes Vandenberg. Favourite horror film? Proper Jaws. J- uh, Jaws. Yeah, it's Jaws, my big shark. It's crazy, crazy. I don't, I don't want, to, I don't want my feet bitten by a, by a crazy big shark. <laughs> yeah, no, not for, not, not for me, you know. Good, good film, but bad shark. <laughs> Terrible. Hi there. Um, can you just tell me your name and your favourite horror film, please? Hi, my name, my name's. My name's Danny, and I and I I really I really really like Nightmare Nightmare on Elm Street, the the first one or or yes, okay. Any any particular reason why? Uh, I just I really like the the dynamic of the movie, and uh, I just, I really like it. Uh, okay, do you feel that it got better or worse as it as it went along, or? Uh, I I. I feel like they actually they got better, but uh, the 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 plot the plot twist didn't really didn't really hook like the first one. Right. So, what is is it a particular plot twist you're thinking of? Yes. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much. Hello. Um. Could you tell me your name and uh, your favorite horror film, please? Oh, then my name's Charles from Dudley. Um, my favourite horror film is probably Silence of the Lambs because I just love to see people's faces get eaten off, really. OK, I'm just going to back away from you just a little bit, but um, is, is there anything... Uh, do you identify yourself in some way? Well, yeah. Who doesn't want to eat someone's face? I do. OK, well, thanks very much. Uh, goodbye. I would never want to eat your face. No, no, leave me alone. Just a little bit. No, 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 upset. Hi, I'm sorry, just get past this uh, dog. Um, hi, could you tell me your name and can you tell me your favourite film, please? Hello, call me Owen. Uh, Owen. Oh, Owen, yep. Hi. Hello, 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 hi. Hello. Uh, can you tell me your favourite film, please? Your favourite film? Favourite horror, sorry, favourite horror film. Favourite horror film? Oh, favourite <laughs> horror film. Oh. See, I don't even know what life is with me. Marion! Marion! Let me out of it! I think he's going to be the Irish man. Are you seeing that? We can try it. He's not even Irish. That's hard enough for me. But I, but I do like quite light snatch. <laughs> A snatch? Hey. Uh, okay. Uh, thanks very much. Hi there. I'm just uh, wondering if you could tell me your name and your favourite horror film, please. Hello, my name my name's Rodney and I like I like the first Jeepers, the first Jeepers Creepers. The first Jeepers Creepers, as opposed to two and three? Yes, the, yeah, the first one. Okay, any particular reason why? Uh, 
I think I think in the first one they really got the the jeepers and the in the creepers right. I just didn't really li I didn't like how they set it out in this in the next two. Okay, so you like jeepers, and the, yet the, not the, not the creepers in the second. Okay. Hi, I just wondered if you could uh, tell me your name and uh, tell me your favourite horror film, please. They call me the Dread. The Dread or Dread. Right, okay, Dread. My favourite film, probably Look Who's Talking. Fav favourite horror film is Look Who's Talking? Yeah, favourite horror film, action film, favourite dramatic film. Uh, it's, it's amazing. It, 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 the ups and downs of it is amazing. The, 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 the film about the baby and John Travolta? Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, it's pretty scary, though, don't you admit? I, 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 think, I think it's really, really scary. It's just... You see the baby soaring. You see the baby that young talk. I see the baby that young talk. I, I, and you see it's Blue Lewis. I'm sorry? Blue Lewis. <laughs> Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, 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 yeah, yeah. So, I think, really, I think, I think it's excellent. The baby John McClane. <laughs> I think it's the John McClane's the baby. And I know the film's in the eighties. Yeah. But yeah. also Die Hard's in the eighties. Yeah. So yeah. I, I can't really, I don't really know what's going on, but it's definitely, definitely John McClane that baby. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm gonna say it sounds like Booker. Yeah. Thank, so thank you very much. Hi there, I'm just uh, wondering if you could tell me your name and uh, your favourite horror film, please. Deutsch. I'm sorry? Deutsch. I I'm sorry? Ich spreche kein Englisch. Um, uh, uh, ja. Deutsch? Uh, nein. Ich? Uh, das? Nein, Deutsch. Do do uh, do uh, Deutsch? Uh, can you tell me your favourite, can you tell me your name and your favourite horror film, please? Uh, ich heiße Julia. And my Lieblingsfilm, my horrorfilm? Yeah. Yeah. Jeepers Creepers 2. Jeepers Creepers 2? Yeah. Um, so, uh, as opposed to the first one? Yeah. Is there any reason why you prefer the second one? I watch only two. Right, okay. <laughs> okay. And do you feel that the mix of Jeepers and Creepers was, was right in, in that film? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Hello there, I just wondered if I could get your name and your favourite horror film, please. Hi there, my name's Charles, and uh, my my favourite horror movie would be Home Alone. Okay, a horror, a horror film? Yes. Okay, is, is there a particular reason why that's your favourite horror film? It's the scariest movie I know. That, that's a really scary movie, I'll have you know. <clears throat> that is um, the part when he gets the pizza delivered to his house. It's, it's, it's very it's succulent Chinese pizza. I, it was very, very scary. I did not like it. <laughs> is it because you, you like worried that the, the robbers are trying to get the hands on them? No, it's a bloody Chinese pizza. What? It, it's a Chinese pizza. No, no. Are you worried that the robbers are, are trying to get the, uh, their hands on the little boy? I'd, I'd say you better not have, you better not have your hands on my penis. <laughs> okay, thank you very much.
November the 31st, don't come to me with your Christmas songs, you know, but uh, December the 1st, bring them on. I'm all over them. So if Chris Rear approached you on November the 30th, you'd... Right, hey, Simon, would you like a listen? Would you like a mince pie? <laughs> i got a fucking song I want to show you. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a head shake but yeah. Oh, aye, aye <laughs> Would you like a mint pie? Oh, he's gone, he's gone Irish now, sorry Yeah, he's gone very Irish Does in your eyes Little Ross Where do you go to dream To a place We all know The land of Ross's dreams Let me, just, let me strap myself in. Hang on. <laughs> and it was it was one that I was even like I was thinking like do I even talk about that? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, okay, of course, of course I do. So I, and it's the first dream of its kind. I've never had a dream like this before. Right. Never had a dream like this before. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I, I basically dreamt that I was uh, that I was um, uh, a transsexual. Okay. <laughs> but, but but I could basically all it was all it it was like a super trans where it was like I was just me as you see me right I'm, I'm a male and and I had a wig and I'd put the wig on. <laughs> And my entire body and person would change into nice. a Nice, that'd be so female. handy. Yeah. yeah. And, and I was like, oh, fucking hell, I looked in the mirror. And I wasn't like, thankfully, a female version of me. Um, I was <laughs> I was like a, <clears throat> I was like a petite. <laughs> I, I remember saying to Fatwa in this dream, <laughs> like I came out, I came out <laughs> quite literally. Um with this with like, you know, as a as a girl. And I was like, look how pet- I'm surprised at how petite I am as a girl. And I was like, I was like, I remember in my dream, I was like admiring my ass in the mirror. <laughs> I'd <laughs> <And> tell <then>, that. <laughs> and then, and then, and 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 then, uh, was like, "What's the first thing you're going to do as a girl?" And obviously, the answer was, "What would be your first thing?" Experience the female orgasm, of course. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah by my own hand, not by some nobbit. Yeah. I'm By your cheap. own hand. All oh, right, all oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, Meaning, I wasn't going to take to the streets and get some dick. Right. Okay. I was going to do it myself, and obviously, that I, I think, like, I, I, I think that's what most guys would do. If you woke up and you like, you had a chance of being a girl for the day, and you wake up and you're a girl, probably the first thing you do, isn't it? Uh, no, I'll probably go and get some dick. <laughs> <laughs> You bloody would as well. <laughs> You'd get someone else to do it for you, wouldn't you? <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> I need to know what it's like being on the other end of this. <laughs> and on the other end of that. There's, I think I might, I might have only seen a Chevy Chase, is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Or, or is that, what's Chevy Chase? <laughs>
It's the word Chevy Chase just fixed in your brain now. What's Chevy Chase? I've seen a Chevy, I've seen here Chevy Chase. What's a, what is a Chevy Chase? Chevy Chase is a character. Get <laughs> out. Did John Hughes, he directed Home Alone? Yeah. Who wrote Home Alone? I think he wrote Home yeah, Alone. So was he, was he, did he tend to be the director and the writer? Yes. Yeah. He's good. He is. He is good. He died. He did. <laughs> we wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you. <laughs> There's a demon that's been released from this well. You know, this is where it gets very Stephen King, right? There's um there's a there's like a spirit. It's in like a, a it's a gaseous it's a gaseous spirit and it's in gas form. Gas gaseous. For all those English speakers out there, Ross has just said gaseous. <laughs> Maximus Meridius gaseous. <laughs> <laughs> So this could say a demon. <laughs> I'm not <stopped> saying it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, now now all I can think of is Falco and Cassius, 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 Cassius. Come on and rock me, Does in your eyes, little Ross, where do you go to dream? To a place we all know, the land of Ross's dreams. One, I, the one that always comes to my mind, um, and I'm, I, I must have been, well, I was pretty bloody young, I think I must have been 12 or 13 when I had this dream, and you know, it, 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 it took place in, in, my, granddad, in my granddad's house uh, back in Barrow, and uh, I knew that there was a giant on the way to the street, and I could hear it, boom, you know, like on Jurassic Park when you see yeah. a team member in. Boom, boom. And I was like, there's a fucking giant. And I was trying to tell everyone, like, all my family were outside my granddad's house. I was going, get inside, there's a fucking giant. And everyone was reacting like they would as though it was the real real life. They were like, what the fuck are you on about, Ross? Like, obviously, there's not a giant coming. Sorry, uh, it, it, this was all in the dream. Yeah, yeah. Right, so we're okay. In dream mode now. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Did you Sorry. think for a second that there was actually a real giant? I, I thought you, no, no, <laughs> no, I thought you thought there was and everyone else was was like normal but carry on yeah, carry on you were yeah. in my dream yeah yeah sorry, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. you understand what a dream is yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I've, 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 I've had one or two yeah yeah so and, and and then sure enough this big bloody giant came stepping over the houses at the bottom of the street and saw us all stood there and i was going i fucking told you there was a giant getting inside <laughs> and and this giant sort of kid, and when i say giant he was like you know five times the size of the house and uh, and he came boom boom lumbering over, <laughs> and he was like, pick. He was picking family members up and putting them down his pants. 
even sort of going like this. He was sort of picking them up. He was sort of picking them up like this and going and like, and he was like looking at them like that, like. And then he was going like he was going like this and just dropping. And uh, and I was in. Dream, right? <laughs> yeah. And, oh. uh, and, and red have gone. <laughs> Even with his front facing light of a bright red. <laughs> so I was like, oh my bloody God, like fucking hell. Like panicking and getting dead upset. And he was just picking my family off and shoving them down his pants. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing how natural that's just become now. <laughs> <laughs> And then I ran it out, and then people started running inside my granddad's house. I was going, get in. So I followed them, and I went inside. And then the house, the house, <laughs> the house was, um, there was like things wrong in the house. And, and I stopped, and I stopped. And it was like, I can't remember my granddad and my uncle or something. I was like, don't go in that room. And he was like, why? I was like, you can't go in there. I know something bad is in there. And he was like, he was like, oh, well, we've got to get in there. They still thought I was being ridiculous, even though they'd just seen the giant. But they still wouldn't believe me that, like, you know, they were like, what crap, Ross, what are you going to So they went inside this room and they opened the door. <laughs> and um, me, me, me cousin, which, you know, when Han Solo gets frozen in yeah, yeah, yeah. Night or whatever it is. Whatever. Yeah. Well, it was like that, but it was baked beans. <laughs> so, so like, <laughs> that was the, that was the like first, that. that was the first draft of the script. <laughs> <laughs> My cousin was in the wall like that, but it was loads of bubbling big beans. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, better than you thought it was going to be. <laughs> <you know? laughs> oh, forget about the film. They're not talking about your dreams for the rest of the podcast. Christmas jumper. That's it looks so yeah, Simon's also wearing a fucking Christmas jumper. He's uh, desperate to do that Christmas podcast. Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas Yeah, it's cool. And you know what? I think you had that on. I've seen that before and I didn't appreciate it anywhere near as much as I do now. Um, the no, collar's a bit good. questionable on it. but um, it, it, It's itchy. It's so itchy. Yeah, it does. It looks it. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it's big, it's thick, and it looks like it itches. You <laughs> took about your dick again. the name of the episode <laughs> it's big it's thick and it looked like
I've got to open a window. Hang on. <coughs> oh dear. I saw two feet in the air, then as Simon fell off his chair. <laughs> They're big and thick and look like it. <laughs> oh, oh, that's broken me. That's broken me, that one. <laughs>